An experimentation in this room on a chemical that could kill and yet leave no trace. You mean a secret poison? I'll explain. After I perfected my chemical, I next had to devise the best means for its use. Yes. You uh, see this match? Yeah. The head of this match has been dipped into my secret formula. Yeah. So downstairs, I've placed some cigars in a package containing the treated matches beside our guest. In a little while, he'll light a cigar. So what? Then, gentlemen, you'll have the positive proof that my labors have been crowned with success. Eskil, when it comes to anything in a chemical line, you're the tops. But I don't get it. How does this thing pay off? Gentlemen, we all know that the world is full of maladjusted people. Men and women tied to each other by force of circumstances. Go ahead. So isn't it reasonable to suppose that one party to these unfortunate associations would welcome the means by which he or she would be rid of the other? Oh, I get it. It's an insurance shake. It sounds swell to me. But how are you going to contact these clients? Have you figured that out? Perfectly. When people are in trouble, they go to one of three men. A doctor, a lawyer, a mind reader. Those professions will be represented by the three of us. You're going to hang out the old shingle again. The offices of Dr. Bruno Pascal are already selected. It'll be my job to impress the prospective client with the physical necessity of escape. What's my trick? As the master of the occult, you shall visualize the way out for them. The legal and material aspects will be your responsibility, Nelson. Yeah. You will see that our clients carry the proper amount of insurance. Okay. When the mind of the client is conditioned to accept murder as a solution to a problem, then we shall provide the means to what will truly be the end. The matches. The matches. Listen, that piano stopped. At last. Maybe the old guy's taking time out for, for a smoke. We'll see. All right, all right. How long is it going to take? Why don't he light it? Why don't he do... That's it, gentlemen. Yeah, come on, let's go. <laughs> Little Mr. Conrad in the rain. <laughs> there, gentlemen, look down. The piano tuner is dead. And a new enterprise is born. She was just sitting there smoking, and all of a sudden she kind of gasped for breath and toppled over dead. Never said a word or uttered a He died real peaceful, just like the cigarette he was. It was such an easy. You do nothing, ma'am. Just give him the matches. He does it himself. That's all there is to it. You haven't a thing to worry about. Planting flowers or building a house? I've never seen so many tools and implements in my life. Yeah, no cracks, Margot. John, my gardener, didn't come to work this morning, and I have to get these rose bushes in. Yeah, now let me see. Uh, was it four bushes, one foot apart, or one bush four feet apart? <laughs> I wouldn't have missed this for the world. Lamar, what are you doing now? I'm digging a hole to put the rose bushes in. Why must it be three feet deep? Well, they're big rose bushes. And if you strike oil, let me know, will you? Margot, please, how can I concentrate? Let me see. Does this burlap come off or does it stay on? I have a suggestion. Yeah? If that bush doesn't grow in that hole, you can always put some concrete around the edges and use it for a swimming pool. That's very helpful. Ow! 
If these bushes have thorns. Tomorrow I have another suggestion. Fine, fine, fine. Let's go over and find out what happened to John before you ruin the garden and yourself as well. Who is it? Oh, oh, Mr. Cranston. Good evening, Miss Graham. Hello, Miss Lane. Hello, Miss Graham. And John home? Why, why, yes, sir, he is. Well, he didn't report for work this morning. We thought perhaps he might not be well. Matter of fact, Miss Lane, he, he's sick in bed. Oh, I thought so. May I go up and see him? Well, uh, I don't think you'd better. The doctor says he wasn't to see anybody. Then it must be serious. John was always so healthy. He's complained to me before, Mr. Cranston. You see, it, it's his heart. Uh, yes, it, his heart's been pretty bad lately. Uh, Mrs. Graham, John called you. Oh, oh, did he? Well, uh, tell Mr. Cranston I'd like to see him. Well, I'll go right up. Oh, uh, Mr. Come Cranston, along, Marco. Yes, Lamont. Now, don't worry, Mrs. Graham. We won't stay with him long. Well, I won't go up. I, I've got to call the doctor. 